Welcome back to Life with Rajpal Ball. And today I'm going to discuss the removal of, you know, statues of those who, you know, the Confederate, Confederate statues, Confederate generals, or, you know, statues of those who were racist, um, and just give my take on them. And kind of, you know, both sides of the equation and then end with my take. So, obviously, on one side you have get rid of them or you have people violently trying to take them down or tear them apart. Kind of like the Columbus statue up in Boston. Uh, You have a lot of people who are just, regardless of political affiliation, who are just, you know what, they're just anti-racist, which obviously everyone should be, which obviously I am. And you have the this movement to take down these statues rather violently instead of through petitions and through law and things like that, kind of just just building off of the whole George Floyd and all these protests that are going on and just taking it to another level when it comes to these statues. You have universities and institutions, you have students calling for the removal of statues of the founder because you know, the founder owned slaves and was a racist. And in certain cases, the founder created the school originally just for white people, right? And for non, you know, non-black, non-whites were not admitted to certain institutions for a long time, right? Certain prestigious institutions. So we, we have to understand that, right? And it, I think it's totally, I think these statues should be removed, through petitions, through things like that, through more peaceful means than just violently, you know, taking them down. Because God knows what legislation's in place that can just screw you. You know, obviously you're advocating for a right cause by taking down racist statues, but who knows what legislation's already in place for the, you know, the removal of the statue. Like, what would happen? Would it be an act of vandalism? Things like that. These All these legal obstacles that are really worth avoiding. So do a petition, things like that. And honestly, with the momentum of the Black Lives Matter movement and just the whole nation kind of now on this anti-racist page, which I can't believe it took this long, but thank God we're here, finally. Um, And when I mean whole nation, I mean majority, right? Majority of the nation is clearly on this anti-racist page advocating for equality and ensuring, you know, justice for all, right? And understanding that the black community has really faced a lot of systematic injustices right so taking down these statues totally the right thing to do given what those people or those statues the people represented in these statues what they did and given their racist intentions but at the same time do it through a petition do it through something more formal because right i think that's more the right thing to do with George Floyd and the riots, I am okay with those riots. I always advocate for peaceful protests, but I understand where the rioters are coming from. With the statues, I understand where they're coming from. I understand where you know why you want to just violently take it down. But at the same time, that's not as pressing of an issue as police brutality is, right? Obviously, racism is the over, you know, that's the overarching issue, and these are both different facets of it. But right now, getting justice for the officers who murdered Breonna Taylor 
should be everyone's top priority. And then after that, you take down these statues, right? I don't think we should flip the order. So that's just my thought. Again, open to interpretation. And I encourage, you know, I encourage debate because obviously not one perspective is the right perspective. The best perspective is, you know, a combination of perspectives of different sides of the, you know, different sides of the spectrum, different sides of the equation. And then, you know, you obviously, so we discussed my perspective. We discussed the, you know, the, the other side, the first side, which is why get rid of, why we should get rid of these statues. And now the reason for keeping, obviously, more historical reasons. I think you should, you know, maybe you keep these statues, but just move them to these museums. Kind of like how Germans did it, you know, the Germans did it with the fascist movement and concentration camps. They kept them there, Right as museums to educate the public on this is how shitty it was, right? We can easily do the same thing. We can easily do the same thing here. This is the Confederacy. This is a a really weak moment in our American history, and I'm glad that we have overcome this, right? We are glad that we as a nation have overcome this, but we should still keep these statues, keep these things around, maybe put them in these new museums throughout the South and throughout, you know, the United States, keep these statues of these racist figures and be like, you know what, we've come a long way from that, but we still need to understand that this is part of our history and part of our identity as a nation. Because the founding fathers, you know, some of them were racist, right? Some, if not all. So we have to understand that without them, we wouldn't have the nation, right? But at the same time, they were racist. So we need to show that, shed light on that, on the fact, instead of just glorifying them, we need to understand, okay, you know what, these guys were racist, so let's make a museum or something like that, right? I think that would be a much more diplomatic way about, of you know bringing about justice. And again, obviously these statues are wrong. They shouldn't, you know, they shouldn't be in these public places. They shouldn't be on these universities, etc. But you can easily put them in a museum because then that would, you know, that would kind of satisfy both sides. One, the statue is now not being glorified or revered, and it's not a key part of a tour you know, like a tour, meaning like on a campus, if you have the statue of the founder, but the founder is a racist and you're kind of talking about the founder and his mission for the university, but you exclude the fact that he was racist, you know, that's a big detail to leave out. And why, why glorify a racist, right? That's the wrong thing to do. So, right, instead of, you know, like a campus tour perspective, but instead, you know, put these little history museums up throughout the nation and kind of, you know, shedding light on the situation, right? And this is how bad it was. And it's sad that we even looked up to these people at certain points. You know, we understand what they did in terms of creating this nation or creating this university. But at the end of the day, they were racist and nobody should stand for racism. And as a nation, you know, we are glad that we have, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're gradually improving. Obviously, change doesn't happen overnight, but right now in 2020, This is, I think, the most momentum the Black Lives Matter movement has ever had. In addition to that, this is the most, you know, this is, I've seen so many white people and people in general, people of privilege say, you know what, these are some injustices and if I'm silent, I'm just with the, I'm siding with the oppressor instead of the oppressed. So I'm going to use my platform to help advocate for the black community, right? Right, so that's... Just keep that in mind as well. But I think, 
to, you know, you satisfy both sides. You create these museums, kind of showing the history, so that satisfies the people who are like, don't get rid of the statues, don't take them down. And then it also satisfies the get rid of these statues immediately, and like these statues are wrong, because they are wrong. They are morally wrong. In general, you should never have a statue of someone who was a racist. But at the same time, put it in like a little history museum and show, okay, this is how it was. Because you should... Everyone should be aware of the past, right? You shouldn't be ignorant of what happened, right? You should always be aware of what happened, regardless of your age. Always be aware of what happened and why you are where you are now, right? And it's our job to make sure that we shed light on the good and the bad in each and every situation, right? Because otherwise, you know, it's, it's, you have to show all aspects of life just like you have to show all aspects of a story, in order for it to be a good story, in order for it to be a good life, you need to understand, okay, this is how bad it was. This is how good it is now, right? This is what we were as a nation. We were very racist, but now look at us. Look how far we've come. And again, there's always room to grow, and we're still seeing that right now, right? Right now, obviously, there's police brutality, and there's getting rid of these statues. So, you know, they're two of the many things that we as a nation need to fix, right? Those aren't the only two things, but it's a step. It's a step in the right direction, right? And also, you know, shout out to the governor of Colorado. I believe it's Governor Hickenlooper for, you know, getting rid of signing legislation that gets rid of that qualified immunity for police officers. That's the first step, right, is for all these states, all the state governments to do so. And then hopefully, you know, in, in the fall, we'll see some change, in Washington, from the executive level and from the legislative level, or from the executive branch and the legislative branch. And, you know, we can kind of make this a nationwide, you know, make these laws happen nationwide, make these be the laws of the land, instead of just the laws of individual states. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. Hope you have a great rest of your night and talk to you tomorrow. Thank you to our sponsor, Anchor FM.